welcome to episode 17 of Superstates, Practices of Transformation with me, your host, Joshua Peters. Superstates explores the overlap of trance states in all the many ways you can access them with personal or professional growth. In each episode, we talk to world-class experts, industry leaders, revolutionary thinkers who share the latest information, tools, and their own personal stories to inspire you on your journey. This week, I talk with Alana Lee. Alana owns a yoga studio, is a life coach, and a transformational breathwork facilitator. Alana reminds us that breath is our healer, our own guru, and it guides us toward personal transformation and discovery. Let's all take a deep breath in and dive into breathwork and the unconscious mind with Alana Lee. Welcome to Super States. I am here with Alana Lee. Uh, Alana, welcome to the show. Yay! Thanks so much for having me. Excited. You to bet. Be here. You bet. I'm I'm excited to have you here, uh, Alana. Why don't you describe what it is that you do and and how that makes a difference for people? Amazing. Well, I do all kinds of things. Uh, movement was my first passion that I started. Years and years ago, I was a gymnast and a cheerleader, and I had a whole bunch of crazy injuries. And so then I actually found yoga and was able to heal myself and all my injuries. And I, after being a collegiate level cheerleader, there was a point where I was just like, I stopped everything. I was like, I'm done. I'm not going to care about what I eat. I'm not going to work out all the time. I'm over it, you know? And I realized that actually, no, I'm a mover. I need to be moving my body for <laughs> the rest of my life. So um, through that, I did all my different yoga teacher trainings and I love dance as medicine and all kinds of acrobatics and acro yoga have been my specialty along the way. But also when I was 19, I found breath work and um, it helped me heal a huge trauma from, I actually had an abortion when I was 19 years old. And that was probably like up until that point in my life, one of the biggest traumas that I'd ever mm -hmm. experienced. And so my mom happened to be doing a breathwork facilitator training at the time. And so literally she took me right from my appointment to a breathwork practitioner and had me, yeah. had I did my first session of breathwork. And at that time it was, you know, I felt the tingles and I released, I got to cry, I got to be held in a safe space. Um, it wasn't crazy transformational, that particular session, but I, she did send me home with a CD and I started doing it on my own. Uh, and it was probably maybe, I had been doing it every day for about a week and I was in this space where I got to like really cry and release a lot of sadness around my high school sweetheart, who was my first love. And then it turned into, and let me explain something, Joshua. I, like I yeah. said, I'm a very physical body person, right? Yeah. So I <laughs> feel everything mm -hmm. in my physical body. I'm an empath. I feel emotions. I feel everything, but I'm not a visual meditator, right? I'm not one of those people that sits down and gets visions and sees auras. None of that sure. stuff ever really happened for me. So I was, I would, I really always just felt my body. But this, after I had this big cry release, all of a sudden, it was, it was very clear visual and palpable physical sensations. It was like I was walking on these puffy clouds with uh, my partner at the time. And we both were holding a hand of this little ball of light. Again, I could see it. I could feel it. It was clear as day. And then I heard, again, I'm not an auditory either. I don't usually hear things, voices or whatever. But I heard this, again, clear as day, little voice that said, it's okay. It just wasn't the right timing. I forgive you. Forgive yourself. And I just, again, bawled, yeah. crying, bawling, <laughs> like the full on tears. And from that experience, it moved into where I was kind of like lifted up because I had, I was like lying on the couch doing this meditation. And then 
doing the breath work and I was like lifted up off the couch. I didn't physically stand up. I feel like something actually lifted me, like an energy was lifting me. And then I started energy dancing around my living room where like the energy, and it was the first time I really consciously was feeling energy move me without me having to do anything. Like I wasn't in charge of my own body. It was the energy was moving me. And it was a huge, like such that one particular experience was like so palpable and so real and also so different from anything I'd ever experienced before in just how naturally it was happening. Again, had a big cry, just like the beauty, felt the energy, felt the oneness. I was able to wake up from that experience and and apologize to my partner because I felt like he some part of me unconsciously thought that he got me pregnant on purpose and had a lot of resentment because he was older and wanted a baby and I wasn't ready and I was mm-hmm. really young, you know. So I I went and I like was able to like apologize and forgive him and it was a huge, huge moment for me. And I woke up from that experience going, Oh my God, everybody needs to do this. Like mm-hmm. if if the world did this practice, it would be a better place. You know, and again, I was young. I was super young. I think at this point I was 20, but I was, I was like, oh, I'm going to start a breathwork group in my <laughs> at college and I'm going to just like spread the breathwork all over the world. Um, so I did participate in a, in a weekend long facilitator training with my mom because she was doing all the levels. Right. So I got to go and like participate in one of those with her and, um, and it was magical and it really did transform my life. I didn't start the the, the breathing group for my college, but it, it has become a tool and a practice in my own personal life that I've used throughout the journey to just really tune in, tap in, turn on and, and release whatever needs to be released. Right. So now here we are, you know, more than 20 years later, more than half my life later. Um, and I'm leading this quite regularly for big groups in person and online. And it's, and every single time it's just been super magical. Um, such an amazing experience and so many different feedbacks and shares from, from what people gain from it. And again, yeah. whether it's their first time or their hundredth time, it's always a little bit different. There's always something new. There's always, and sometimes it's just very peaceful and relaxing, right? Like you, you maybe if you really need it, you just fall asleep, but there's, it's this full spectrum. There's such a rainbow of what can happen within the process of breathwork. Transformational breathwork was where I started. And then I more recently just did the SOMA breathwork um, certification, which was awesome and and added a whole nother level of and layer of tools to my tool belt and it's just been just seeing the shifts and changes in my my own personal life as well as in all of my clients has has been just the biggest gift like yeah I feel like I could give the world right now yeah and of course like I like I said I started in movement I love yoga I love dance I will always do those things but um but this is like so so, so potent in releasing trauma, whether it's birth trauma, you know, the, the modality that I started with is it stems off of rebirthing. So mm-hmm. essentially okay. it's like you're rebirthing yourself, right? As well as you can release trauma from your own birth, like the when your mother birthed you all the way up until now, because every single experience that we've experienced in life, it's stored in our nervous system, it's stored in our cellular memory somewhere, right? Yeah. And the beautiful part about breath work is it's the it's the only part of our autonomic nervous system that we can consciously control with our mind. Right. So when we start to breathe in this way, it's literally like the bridge between the conscious and the unconscious. And so when you tap into that deep unconscious and allow yourself to let go of whatever has been stuck or stored there, then like it just opens up this space for your magic, for your true purpose, for your deep calling. And we're all here on this earth right now for a really special, it's a really special time on earth and we're all here for a reason. And so I, it really helps you tap into what is my purpose? What is my joy? What am I meant? What's my magic that I'm meant to bring? 
and yeah. So again, I can't, I can't talk about it all yeah. there. So no, really- I love your I love your passion with this, and sh- thank you for sharing that. You know, the beginning of your story that was I mean that was really when you told the described that image of the 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 couple in the ball of light. I I got like all I got goosebumps. Like I felt that 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 that's uh, powerful. Yeah, yeah. It was it was again the first time I had such a a vivid, clear visual experience in meditation. And um, yeah, and it, again, it was palpable for me. It changed everything. It changed mm-hmm. everything. Like, obviously there's still moments of like, oh, wow, my my child would be in their 20s now, you know, or like, mm-hmm. or what would that little being have been like, you know, but there wasn't like this deep sorrow and sadness. And like, I almost kind of fell into a bit of, de- of a depression and this really shifted that. Like I was able to see like a mom walk by with her baby in the stroller and not like break into tears for the first time, you know, (laughs) it was, it was, and I was so, so young that I like didn't have all the tools that I have now. So this really was the one thing that allowed me to like move forward more gracefully. Mm -hmm. Now I'm pretty sure that there are some listeners to this podcast that, have never experienced breath work. Yeah. Could you just kind of give us an idea of what a breath work session would look like? Oh yeah, of course. So breath work, I mean, it's been done through the ancient practices of yoga and pranayama for thousands and thousands of years as a modality of healing you know, the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual bodies also aligning them. Right. So like I Mm -hmm. said, that the conscious breath is the only part of our autonomic nervous system that we can control. So this particular form of breathing is it's uh, pranayama that's considered circular breathing. So there's no pause between the inhale and the exhale. It's like you just take this beautiful full breath in and then completely release it out. Like, (sighs) 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 and again, the, the original school of thought that I was trained in is in the mouth, out the mouth. You can also do in the nose, out the mouth, but the whole goal is to get like the deepest, fullest breath you've ever taken and then just completely relax to allow Mm -hmm. it to release. And when you do this, it just, again, it can be slow. It can be fast. You really follow your body. You follow your own pace. Mm -hmm. And it's such a beautiful way to allow yourself to tune in more to your physical body and trust your intuition. So when I guide people through a breathwork journey, I I love, we breathe for a full hour. So typically you'd be lying on your back. You can do it seated or with, you know, like a cushion under the knees, depending on how you have to like support your physical body. But really the the way that I was taught is you want to be lying on your back because sometimes you do start breathing more quickly and there could be this feeling of almost like you're going to hyperventilate or pass out. But because you're lying down, you're totally safe. You're not actually, you're, there's no way to like hurt yourself, Mm -hmm. even though it can be very intense, right? So we're breathing for a full hour. I like to start with the rhythmic breath where it's just very long and slow and smooth and you just kind of get into your own rhythm with it. And then something magical happens about a third of the way through where it, they say it's called the breath starts breathing you, where instead of you having to like, okay, in, out, in, out, right? You're really trying to just like empty the mind and focus on the inhale and the exhale, right? Yeah. But when the breath starts breathing you, it it literally, you're again, it's almost like you're not in charge anymore. And the breath takes its own course. And sometimes you might start breathing really quickly, like, <gasps> or you might be like breathing really slow and start making tap tones or sounds, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I always really encourage anything that you feel intuitively called to do, like, oh my gosh, I want to wiggle my arm or I want to go, oh, like whatever tone or sound wants to come out, 
is the vibration that your body needs to move energy in a specific way or to essentially like heal or activate some part of your physiology or release any sort of blockage, right? So if we think mm -hmm. in Chinese medicine terms, we have energy flowing through our meridian system, just like we have blood flowing through our veins. And because of stress or tension or trauma or just daily life, habitual sitting at the computer, whatever it is, we get tightness in our physical body as well as in our energy body. So we like kind of, we can form these little blockages in our energy system. So essentially what the breath is doing is it's going through your whole, your physical body, as well as your energy body. And it's moving out those blockages. Okay. So with that intuition, like, oh, I want to tap my sacrum on the floor. I want to wiggle my shoulders or I want to, you know, go with my mouth. Like <laughs> it could be so funny and strange and weird, but like that's all encouraged. Make whatever sounds you want to make move in any way that your body wants to move. Um, and it'll surprise you too, right? Sometimes you might have like an old injury, like, oh, I hurt my elbow when I was seven and I totally forgot about it. But uh -huh. all of a sudden that place where I hurt it starts to like throb and pulse. And so again, I would say, imagine that you're breathing into that place and then breathing out from that place because it's just energy blockage, old injury, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, that needs to actually like move out and through, mm. right? And then there's there's a whole plethora of things that can happen in any given breathwork practice. So, and it can be very extreme. So like, again, we can feel the full rainbow. We are human beings, right? So we yeah. have this full spectrum of emotion that we get to feel and we label the good emotions as good and the bad emotions as bad. And so with the bad emotions, we kind of just stuff them away. We tuck them away and like, <laughs> I don't want to feel that. Or I have to exist in the world and put on a happy face and just go yeah. out and, you know, make it, you know, make it through the day, whatever right. that looks like so again we've suppressed or we've stuffed away all of this this these emotions so the emotions can come up and out and through and whether that's anger and you just need to give out a good scream or whether it's sadness and you're just crying and you don't even know why you're crying or whether it's laughter because you like had to hold it back in school because you couldn't laugh in class or you get in trouble right you you just need to have a good laugh you know or sometimes it's like anxiety or anxiousness like if people have a history of panic attacks like sometimes it could feel like they're almost going into a panic attack mm. but what i i always say is like just keep, the the name of the game is just keep breathing you come back to the breath no matter what it is whether it's a physical challenge or pain or tingling or a big emotion like anxiety, you got to just breathe to the edges of it because it's coming up and out to be released. You know, it's not, you're not exacerbating it. You're not reliving it. You're actually releasing it. Um, so that's the beautiful part. And it's, again, it's so interesting, even with the extreme, so you can feel the whole rainbow of emotions. You can also feel like really, really hot, like you're sweating, or you might feel really, really cold. And again, with my Chinese medicine teacher, like when you feel really, really cold, like icy, you know, you know, like all of a sudden you need like 10 blankets, right? And you're like fingers and your toes, everything's getting cold. When you feel really, really cold, it's old, old, like say maybe even ancestral or past life, if that's something that you believe in, right? But it's very, very old energy that's releasing. Okay. When we get that coldness, it's like old energy that's letting go. So it could be ancestral or it just could be something that you've been carrying with you from the beginning of birth and all the way through now. That's just an energy that needs to be released. So you get the hot, you get the cold, you get the tingles, like your whole body's tingling, sparkling. Um, there's this thing called tetany where it's like maybe the hands or the feet yeah. we call it kind of like the lobster claw the hands or the feet might make a shape and this can be scary if you've never felt it before right because yeah. it's like all of a sudden similar to my experience where i was like energy dancing around the room without actually moving my own body it felt like something else was moving my body right yeah it, the tetany it's like the hands the feet the face you might make like get feels like it's stuck in that yeah. position and you can't open it out of that position. And that can be, feel very scary. Again, from my Chinese medicine teacher school of thought, that's actual like physical trauma from your birth releasing. 
right? Mm -hmm. From a scientific standpoint, it can come from hyperoxygenization, so over-oxygenating, which happens because in daily life, we actually breathe with sometimes only a tenth or 20% wow. of our lung capacity. We're <laughs> not actually breathing with our full lung capacity, so we're not used to taking in that much oxygen at one time, right? Yeah. So again, scientific version, Chinese medicine version, whichever it is, like there's there's something happening there with the physical body. Mm -hmm. And with that, I always suggest like the longer, slower exhales. Again, it's almost like you're breathing to the edges. So if the tetany is in the hand and the hand's doing the lobster claw, I'm taking my big inhale and then I'm breathing all the way out the edges of my fingertips or out wherever that sensation is really strong and tight. And I always let everyone know it will pass in the moment. It can feel scary. Like, Oh my God, I can't move my hands. I'm not in right. control of my own body. Right. But just like the breath breathing, you does its own thing. The body's doing its own thing, which is what your body needs to do to release, to go deeper, to open more, to expand more, to awaken more, to let go of whatever you might have been holding for from birth until now. Yeah. So, and then one other very magical thing that can happen, breathing in this way is one of the fastest ways to release the natural DMT from our brains, right? Okay. So just like plant medicine, where we are able to release the DMT from our brain, like DMT is naturally occurring in all of our brains, right? right. You, you get it during birth, death, and sometimes like giving birth. During childbirth, if it's a natural birth that's unmedicated, you might have that release of DMT from the brain. Um, so that that's the colors, the lights, the sacred geometry, the yeah. um, my visual meditation experience. The first time I had a visual meditation experience because like the natural DMT is being released from your brain. So um, again, I've had people that lead plant. Uh, medicine ceremonies or even bufo, which I, I've never experienced that yet, but it mm -hmm. is uh, the frog medicine, right? Uh, yeah, um, yeah. And it's very, very potent medicine. Um, so I had someone take a breathwork journey and she was a bufo facilitator and okay. she was fascinated and floored by her breathwork experience being as potent or maybe even stronger than uh -huh. a Bufo experience. Like she just couldn't believe that she got to a similar place with her, just with her own breath wow. that she did with a medicine as strong as Bufo. So like, that's just an example of, you know, I've had people in classes see like one guy was like, all of the Indian deities visited me and had a different message for me and activated, <laughs> you know, something yeah. new within me. And then, you know, I've had various different experiences personally and with many of my clients where they're, they're seeing the sacred geometry, they're seeing the oneness, they're seeing their toroidal field and how that energy moves through their body and through their yeah. hearts and through the world. Like, so it's, it, it's just, it, does produce this, uh, there's the feeling of like blissfulness or oneness or connection that, right. that comes by the end of a journey. Um, yeah. And then also with my modality that I've created myself, which is chakra breathing, again, depending on which course we're doing or where we are, like sometimes we'll focus only on one specific chakra. Um, but in most of my general sessions, we go through all of the chakras after we've gotten warmed up and gotten to that place where the breath is breathing you, then I'll walk you through all of the different chakras and we breathe with each specific chakra to open it and activate it in the perfect way for you in this now moment. And then by the end, there's again, this kind of like completion yeah. of your energetic field, um, which leads to, that's where we get the downloads. <laughs> that was another mm -hmm. thing. It's so funny. Like people always like, you know, oh, I got this download. I'm like, I'm, I don't get downloads. Like how do I get these <laughs> downloads, you know? But when I breathe, I get the downloads, you know, uh -huh, like okay. by the end, there's always like some message, like even my chakra breathing, like it came to me. <laughs> in a breathwork session where I was like, oh, I, I started doing it just intuitively my own chakras. And then I was like, ooh, 
this is good. This yeah. is a ticket, you know, like this is people need this right now. This is medicine that the world needs right now. So, so that's like the course that I'm working on. I finally ran my first um, chakra breathing series. It was an eight week series, which each week we focused on a different chakra. And then at the end we put it all together and it was just really magical to take that journey. So, yeah. Uh, one of the things that I I, don't know if I, I mean, over answered that question. No, no you, you you certainly you certainly gave a very thorough answer there. But but there's a lot to it, right? There's a lot yeah. to the experience well, and happen, yeah. And you and you gave us a really good example of all the different ways that you, you can experience. One of the things that I have found fascinating with breath work, there there's so many kinds of uh, change work processes out there that are targeting a specific thing right mm -hmm. a, a spe you know trying to get to the root of the of the issue or or you know whatever it is there's but it's always like this is the, this is my my goal for this session and uh, i mean I'm, i might be wrong about this but in my experience with breath work the the breath brings what the breath is going to bring and it's yeah. it's not really like you i mean you can go in with an intention but Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, I love that you said that. And that's so true because it, and like I said earlier, like every session is so totally different. Like your breath is your healer. It's your tool. It's your helper. Like it, it goes wherever it needs to go. And sometimes that is releasing big emotion or life past trauma, whatever mm -hmm. it is. And sometimes, like I said, maybe you just need like a deep relaxation and like to really feel your body and feel the tingles. And then sometimes it is going to be like, woo, sacred geometry activating, you know, DNA yeah. key codes and like, <laughs> who knows? Like, and the beautiful part is like, you don't have to control it at all. All you have to do is breathe in and out and keep keep that focus on breathing in and out. A really interesting thing too is what's what's really funny is, um, you know, the conscious mind, so the subconscious is like, oh, we've stored that all away for a reason, tucked it away, keep it safe, keep it locked up, keep you protected, you know, let's stay yeah. in our self-sabotage habits because that's easier and safer yeah. and, you know, we don't want to leave that box, right? <laughs> so what can happen is even big resistance can come up right? Like, especially in life, if there's something like if we've been resisting our sole purpose or our, you know, actually saying yes to what we want and no to what we don't want, you know, like whatever that is, big resistance come, can come up. So you can be lying there going, oh, this is stupid. Nothing's happening. I'm just breathing. Like, I'm not, I don't feel anything. There's no tingles. There's no sacred geometry. Or like in a group session, sometimes like someone will have be having a big release next to you. And you're like, I feel nothing other than breathing in and out. <laughs> this mm -hmm. person screaming and crying and orgasming, like what's going on, you know? <laughs> so the judgmental mind can really come in, right? And try and shut it down. And especially when you start to get and tap into that place where you're about to break into the unconscious and the beautiful, all the things can start to happen. That's when it, the conscious mind's like, no, 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 let's fall asleep instead. Or no, 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 <laughs> let's, let's get real resistant and, and judge our experience and judge everyone around us, you know? So it's really funny to see like the mechanisms that come up and through, right? Uh -huh. It's not always rainbows and sparkles and magic. Like there can be like working through a big wall and once, but once you do, if you can stay with the breath and move through that resistance and like get to the other side of that, the, again, there is magic on the other side, but it's so funny too, to hear, like, especially if it's, you're a beginner or even for me, like I'm such a seasoned practitioner. I think we did like a hundred breath sessions in my, mm -hmm. in my training, you know, and like, there would be times where I'm like, oh, I'm just breathing. Nothing's happening. What, what's wrong with me? You know, like, it's just such a normal human part to go through that judgmental mind as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And and then on the other side of that is like, oh, wow, maybe I really did just need to like be present with my breath and be totally relaxed this time. Maybe I really did need to 
fall asleep if I fell asleep or, you know, like there's no judgment. The breath is going to do what the breath needs to do and it's going to go where it needs to go. And it's going to be strong when it needs to be strong. And it's going to be gentle and soft when it needs to be gentle and soft. And that's, that's really like an awareness and an allowing that comes into play there. Right. And a surrender to the process. Like not every time is going to be sacred geometry and crazy visuals, yeah. but that doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I really, I just always invite the, um, invite the adventure, right. Invite the journey, invite the curiosity and just allow yourself to be where you are without judgment. Like that's such a big part of it, of any meditative practice, but especially something like this, where sometimes there can be big expectations because maybe the first time this happened or, and then the second time it didn't sure. you know, or whatever. But again, some, there's always layers and levels and like, you know, the onion metaphor where you're like, yeah. shoot, I thought I peeled that layer already. I, I thought I burned that in a fire 10 years ago, you know, like. <laughs> what happened but there's always a new layer and to just like be so um again allowing accepting and surrendering to whatever that process is meant to look like for you is is a really special part of it so you know you kind of touch on this a little bit but what would you say you know what are those expectations or maybe misunderstandings that people have about breath work as they're coming into you know, as a, as a newbie would be coming in? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. It's interesting because I haven't been a newbie in a really long time, but just reflecting on, for example, like some of my students from my most recent series, like there was one student who, you know, on, we were on like, I don't know, we were halfway through the chakra. So maybe we were on like throat chakra at this point. And she was, um, she just like cried at the end because she was like, I'm not having the, you know, the the sacred geometry and the lights and the then the big things coming through that that so and so and so and so felt, you know. And again, that was a big part of like, you know, I had to walk her through a whole process of of non-judgment and like what was going on in her life, right? And she even admitted that like the day that she had the best session was the day that she like prepared her space and she prepared and she took an hour ahead of time to just like ground herself and get ready versus the time that she kind of felt nothing was when she had to like rush, rush, rush from a work meeting right to the, you know, and she didn't get to like create her sacred space for herself. Right. And then again, that the next session right after that was like night and day. Right. So what I had her do was I had her journal out literally like all of her judgments and all of her expectations like she you know so and so saw light and sacred geometry and had tingles all over their whole body and the breath was breathing them the whole time and I never even got to the place where the breath was breathing me what's wrong with me right so there was a lot of self-judgment there and um so I just had her like free write like all the things that she was like judging about herself about her experience about her time in the class and whatever it was like oh my gosh what's wrong with me why can't i you know whatever it was like without even thinking just let the pen move faster than the thinking and like just free write all of the judgments that were coming up that were feeling stuck and blocked and and holding her back in some way um, and then shifting that to like, what do I really want? What do I want? I, you know, I want to feel more open and I want to feel my breath and I want to feel my body and want let the breath breathe me. And I want to see the lights in the sacred yeah. temperature, whatever it was. So just like releasing what was holding and like calling in what she truly wanted. And I, so I had her do that journaling exercise in between, like right after the end of that session, just because there was so much she was so in her head, she was so in her mind that even though she was doing the practice, she wasn't letting her breath and her body and her intuition turn on. So, and mm. and again, that can be normal too, because like, again, if we have, just like we suppress the emotions, if we're an overthinker, right. we can very much be in our heads the whole time, right? So giving the thoughts space through the journaling and just like getting them out, like discharging them. And I think, you know, I even, it was like a full moon or something. So I had her do a little ceremony, like burn the paper once she wrote it all, you know, just to kind of like release that energy and not hold so tightly to what's it supposed to be like. 
right? Mm -hmm. So coming in with no expectation, coming in with a beginner's mind. And then even again, for myself, there were some times where I was like, oh, I'm just lying here. I'm just breathing. I feel the tingles. It's nice. I feel warm. You know, nothing big is happening. No downloads, no no sacred (laughs) geometry, but that's okay. Like this is just what I needed. I'm actually kind of exhausted. And just to be present with my breath for an hour, what a, what a gift, right? So, yeah, so I think those expectations of, and also I feel like it can, people don't know, you don't know what you don't know until you try it, right? So it can be a bit scary the first time, like the tetany or even the breath breathing you where it's like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I don't even have control of my physical body. Like we're so used to being in control. So like releasing that control to just allow the experience to happen. I mean, again, similar with plant medicine, like at the point where you're just vomiting up the ayahuasca, like you gotta let go, you know, like it's, you know, so in that way, I mean, I'm, I'm using that as an example for anybody that's had those experiences and like realizes like, oh yeah, the release of control is when the magic happens. It's very similar in the breath work is like when we can actually like surrender, let go, allow like all these things that are really hard to do in day-to-day life because we have a schedule and we have to show up and we have to pay our bills and we have to, you know, so like all of a sudden to actually like get out of our heads and fully into our bodies, like that's not a practice that most of us have on a regular basis, right? So there's there's a whole process to it. So in the beginning, maybe you're expecting the big, huge something and it's not coming because you got to go through that process of actually getting out of the head and into the body, right? Yeah. And actually allowing the breath to do what it's got to do because we want to hold on so tightly to what it's supposed to be, or am I doing it right? You know, and that's the other thing I say all the time. There's no way to do it right or wrong. If you're breathing in and out for a full hour, you're doing it right, right? (laughs) Even if there's a lot of thinking, even if you're really distracted, even if the resistance comes up, you're still doing it right because that's what you needed to move through at this time. And once you get through that, then maybe the next time you'll feel all the tingles and then maybe the next time you'll have a big release from your physical body. And then maybe the next time you'll have the sacred geometry, like you never know how that's going to work for any individual. And it, and just like the snowflakes, we're all totally different. So every single time our experience is going to be totally different. But again, one of some of the things that have happened that have been really, really amazing is um, mamas have uh, been able to release trauma from them giving birth Mm. and it not going well. Like I had one mama who had an emergency C-section and she was like back in the room, smelling the smells, feeling the feelings. She got into the position she was in to try and give birth and making like the sounds and everything. She was able to actually go through the process of giving birth without having to have the C-section, right? So her body needed to still go through that experience. I had another mama that had a similar thing where she like had a pretty hard birth with one of her children. And so she got to go through that and rewrite it to where it was like magical and smooth and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then after she rebirthed like her from her son's birth, she rebirthed herself. She gave birth to herself because she was, she said, I I have no idea what my birth from my, from my actual mother was like. I don't know if it was traumatic or not. Like that's never was a story that was shared with me. And so I have no idea what that was like. But in this session, after she went through like healing the trauma from the birth of her son, she birthed herself in a beautiful and loving and peaceful and gentle way. And then she held herself as a tiny baby and just poured her love into herself. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, like, again, yeah. I have no, I'm, I'm just like, you know, I'm facilitating, but you are doing this. The, this yeah. magic is coming from you and your breath and your body and your soul and your spirit. And it's just so amazing to hear what, any given experience could be like, but that same one who had the one where she birthed herself yeah. on her first time, she was, 
she was super triggered. She was like, I feel nothing. She was one of the ones that was like, oh my God, that person next to me is like screaming and crying. And like, and I, and I got nothing. I got nothing, uh-huh. you know? Okay. So, so again, like that release of the expectations, cause her first experience was like, meh. And then, but then the second time it was this whole life changing, literal, literal rebirthing of yeah. herself. Right. So, and again, that's the, the practice that it stems from is called rebirthing. Right. It's this rebirthing of yourself, of your own children, of whatever it is, you know, from your own birth, from you giving birth, whatever that looks like for you can actually happen. So, so yeah, I guess this no expectation kind of beginner's mind, release of control, surrender, awaken to like the awareness is is a big part of it, but also that's something that sometimes takes practice that For sure. doesn't always happen on the first time, right? What I what I really appreciate about what you shared was uh, that idea that we have the the answers inside. Like, yeah, you know, you and I, we help facilitate an experience for people, but we aren't really we aren't doing the magic. No, you're you doing are the, doing the thing doing yourself. The we we yeah. help you get to that place, but then you I'm are no doing guru. it. You're your own guru. <laughs> I literally, I mean, like I said, the container, I hold the space, I yeah. guide it in a way that will help you get there, but it's all you. It's all you and your breath. Like, and if that's one thing, again, I can't say that this heals anything, right? Quote unquote, we, we don't heal anything, we, you know, but there have been so many different cases where someone has shared with me what has transpired for them physically, mentally, emotionally, where you're like, wow, like literally you are your own healer. Your breath is your own healer. You don't need a pill to fix that. Like you need an hour to lie down and focus and breathe in and out and like really let your own body, the magic of your physiology do what it knows how to do which is heal yourself. So, yeah. yeah. So it's, I mean, again, it's really fun and it's really amazing. And there's so many different things that I've witnessed, that I've experienced myself, that I've got to experience in others that you can't make it up, you know, like this, it's just so special. And we, I mean, the breathe in and out. Like we all have the ability to do that. We're all doing it every day, all the time, but so unconsciously. So, you know, it's bringing that unconscious to the conscious, bringing the conscious to the unconscious and then allowing your body to do what it it already knows how to do, which is, yeah, Yeah, we are all meant to be happy, healthier. (laughs) Alana, as you think, so I know that, uh, you have 1.5 little children. Yes. <laughs> and and so uh, that implies that you have some hope for the future. I do. Yes, so, I do. G- given that uh, you have hope for the future, uh, what's, what do you see as coming now? Because you see a lot of, you see a lot more information about breath work, about all these different ways of, uh, really using altered states to heal yourself or to make change in your life. So what uh, what do you see about the future of well, altered states? I, you know, I'm very hopeful for the future. I'm so um, grateful and appreciative that it, like, again, when I was 20 and I wanted to bring it, you know, I wanted to bring it to my college. I don't know that people were actually ready, you know, so maybe it, on an, intuitive level. That's why I never actually followed through with it. I was also pretty busy, but, uh, I don't know that people were actually ready, but there's this, things are shifting. Things are shifting. People are becoming more awake, more aware, more conscious. There's more understanding of, you know, how we interact with ourselves and the planet and the world around us. And the beautiful part is like, when we're healing ourselves, we're healing the collective in Mm -hmm. essence. And so like those ripple, it it ripples out, 
right? You know, even when we feel more love for ourselves, we feel more love for our, our family, our little ones, or the world, like that love is a frequency that ripples out into the world and, and can create a shift or a change. And so we're in this time of immense change, right? You know, there's kind of been, if you're thinking like, third dimension to fifth dimension, like where there's the shift from the third dimension, which is good, bad, right, wrong, black, white, into okay. a more um, awakened, the fourth dimension is all about like awakening the heart space. And then the fifth dimension is that unity, that oneness, that we all are connected and that we all have a meaning, purpose, and some, some part in the unraveling of the system mm -hmm. that can create unity and this planet surviving and moving forward. And even the planet herself is lifting up into that fifth dimension. So we get to choose, right? And the beautiful part about breathwork and psychedelics and, you know, even like conscious movement and dance, it's, it's getting into that space where you feel like palpably feel that oneness so that we can start to live it more and more in our daily life. And these little ones coming in, they're special. I mean, I told you that story. My three-year-old told me I was pregnant before I even knew. Yeah. He squeezed in my belly going, baby girl, baby girl, baby sister. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes <laughs> deep inside your belly. And he pushes his finger into my belly. And I was like, right where my womb is. And I was like, how do you know that? And I said, can you hear her? And he goes, uh-uh. I said, can you see her? He goes, no, because she's deep, deep down inside. And I was like, what? <laughs> and literally the next day, I was one day late for my cycle. I took the test. It was already positive. He was, and he was spot on. And we, we tried to be so all natural with him. We didn't even do a single ultrasound. So this time we're like, okay, we'll find out if it's a boy or a girl. And it is a girl. He was right. Like, yeah. they're so... They come in with their gifts already intact. And if we can create a loving and stable environment and a loving, stable planet, like these little ones are powerful and they are going to carry out this shift that's already underway, that's already been happening. And it can be hard. The world is challenging. This is not an easy time to be alive like there's so much going on and there's so much conflicting information and there's so much still trying to hold us in that third dimension of of battle against each other and against ourselves and and so like any of the tools that we can use to rise above that and really tap into who we truly are and what we're here meant to be and do yeah. and which is be which is be which is be with each other, which is be in love, which is be in harmony with the planet and those around us. You know, the more that we can awaken that within ourselves, whatever those tools are, whether it's psychedelics or dance or breath or yoga, like whatever those tools are, or a combination of them all, like it's so magical that people are stepping into a place where they're ready for that. And yeah. I think as a collective, we are ready for that. There's a huge wave of of change that's coming through all of these modalities and practices. And, and it's just that up level that, that we're ready to take for ourselves that we're ready to take for the planet. Love it. <laughs> now, Alana, if people want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to learn more about what, you yeah. do, what you're up to? Um, they can reach out to me through my yoga studio. It's highfrequencyloft.com. They can just reach out through the contact page. That's also how they can get on the newsletter. Um, I do have a recorded version of my eight, um, my eight chakra series breath work up there. There's a recorded version. I'm going to be doing another live version, um, probably early 2024. Once I come back from maternity leave. So stay tuned for that. I do monthly, um, online sessions as well as I'm available for hire for one-on-one -on -one work or, um, Sometimes people get a small group of their friends together and we do like mm. a small group session. So that's always been really special. Um, yeah. So through my, through the website, highfrequencyloft.com, they can always find me, reach me. 
Also on social media, on Instagram, I'm Yoga Lana Lee. So feel free to send me a personal message, Y-O-G-A-L-A-N-A-L-E-E. There's the A in yoga is the A in Alana. I thought that was clever, but then apparently it's pretty hard to search. <laughs> so, but I'm Yoga Lana Lee on Instagram and Facebook. Um, yeah, and feel free to reach out, send me a personal message. I'm I'm always available. And like, again, this is my passion. I really love it. So I'm always open to answering any questions or supporting anyone that's gone through any of my, if they do any of my online stuff, I shared the YouTube. That's a, like a free, yep. that's a nice, um, it's a, it's a third, the video itself is 30 minutes. The first 10 minutes is explanation. So once you go through that first 10 minutes, one time, then just skip and you can do it. It's a great, that's a more of a daily practice. Cause it's just two rounds of the breathing. So it's not as great. crazy and deep and you can do it daily without you know, you can still get up and go about your day, feel nice and energized after. So that's a fun one if people want to do a little bit more of a daily practice. But even with that, some big stuff can come out. So if anybody ever needs additional like support or processing, don't hesitate to reach out to me one-on-one. -on -one. Fantastic. I, I'll make sure to, I'll put all those links in the show notes, including that, that resource to that, to that video. So people can, can get like a taster of what awesome. you do. Uh, yeah. And Alana, if you had if you had one thing that you could leave people with today, what would that be? Oh gosh, one thing. Um, breathe deep, laugh loudly. <laughs> uh, yeah, just take that time every day, even if it's just to pause and have three deep breaths. It doesn't have to be a full session. It doesn't have to be a, a like a concentrated big thing, but even just pause every day, three deep breaths anytime throughout your day that you need like a reset or to get back to yourself or to let go of the tension and the stress of the daily life, like three deep breaths and bare feet on the ground as much as possible, right? Mm -hmm. Bare feet on the ground, breathe deep, laugh loudly, right? We, we're just taking ourselves way too seriously. Like we gotta, <laughs> breathe it out, more. let it go. Love let it. it go, let it flow, let it go, let it flow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for, for being here, for sharing uh, your passion in breath work, Alana. Yay. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Joshua. If you can hear this message, that means you stuck around through this entire episode. For that, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, leave me a, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That's the best way to expand the message both for me and for my guests. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast through your favorite platform or even on YouTube so you can stay up to date with Super States. Also, let me know what kind of topics or guests you want me to cover. You just get in touch with me through the comments. You can find me out there on almost all the social media platforms at Joshua Ray Peters. Don't be shy. I will respond to your comments and I'll see you all next week. Remember, you carry the seeds of change inside. So stay flexible, keep growing and embrace your transformation. Transformation.